0: They're kind of young. But really, they're just angry. And yet, Mike and Ben are reasonable Republicans. What up, Younger Pub Club? This is Mike and Ben with episode 002. Let's do this. Let's do this. So we had this idea that we want to do a a Bill of Rights series. And so, yeah, we're just going to talk about Bill of Rights, our ideas and our thoughts on each amendment in the 10 amendments. And we're going to start with amendment number one. So to start out... Let's just refresh everyone and ourselves as well. What Amendment One specifically says? It says Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion, or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech, or of the press, or of the right, to pe- or of the right, or the right of the people to peaceably assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Okay thoughts ben let's go let's dive into this thing let's do this
1: all right so i think it's important to to touch on the uh, the, the order of the amendment so our first order okay. or the first first part of the order is for religion which as you've <laughs> learned in history in our entire lives is america was founded based partially on the purpose of religious freedom they wanted to get around, get away from a, a tyrannical government, but it's partially due to the fact that they couldn't worship God how they wanted to worship God.
0: Yeah, and I, I've thought about that a lot. About like why is that's the first thing the, the the founders wanted to protect was the freedom of religion, the first thing in the First Amendment, and I thought about that a lot of why religion, and you touched on it that it is the free worship of God, but I think they realize that also um, when we don't have that vertical relationship, whether that be um, whatever religion, Jewish, Muslim, well, Christian, whatever higher belief we don't have, humans naturally find something to look to for guidance, for power, for inspiration. And if we don't have that, religion, that, that vertical relationship, through a religious sense, um, I think they often saw that it could be a government, people could worship the government, and worship that tyrannical side of wanting to, um, I, 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 I don't know, am I making sense?
1: No, yeah, you make perfect sense, instead of, <clears throat> like you said, if someone is, uh, we'll say atheist, where they don't believe in in a higher power per se that you know a deity or a god they're still going to find something whether it's Mm -hmm. the government um and they're going to look towards that leadership or lack thereof that's inside of the government they might look to celebrities or to another um superior power that's inside of their their work life Mm -hmm. or whatever it might be just because we all want and desire that uh that guidance like you said
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's human nature too, to where we where we look for that. So I, I always thought that was interesting, that that was the first thing that they, they put in there. I so, agree, but I, I
1: think, you know, and I think there's, of course, going to be boundaries whenever it comes to mm-hmm. religious freedom. If you're harming the life of another individual or, or a creature of God, if you want to call mm-hmm. animals a creature of God, there, there does need to be that line drawn, Uh, by law, through the government, that you can't sacrifice another human being, or you can't uh, cannibalize on another human being. There does definitely need to be some some line drawn to continue order, so it's not just chaos.
0: Yeah, and I think that kind of goes with the the original, in the Declaration of Independence, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. If any of these so-called rights infringe on that, then that is the limitation of that right.
1: Exactly. Agreed, one hundred percent. There was something I saw. Hold on one second, where I wanted to go into it really quick. Anyway, continue. What What else do you have for us? Um, before
0: we move on to the next one, or with religion.
1: Yeah. Anything else from religion?
0: Um. Honestly, no. I I was talking with some some people. You you know them. Well, call them out on on the podcast (laughs) but i was talking with them about um the whole concept of atheism and how it's ironic that atheism is the disbelief of a god right and you can't have a disbelief of a god if there's not a belief in a god and how that atheism that lack of belief often becomes religious it's not your orthodox religion per se but it is a it is a religion in that it it guides people and it guides which i it's not neither here nor there but i think that's very is a very popular thing among our generation and our um our culture at the moment is to have a not belief in god and that's where we have a lot of big issue with bigger government bigger government bigger government because you give power to what you want to have power right and whether that be god christian sense god in muslim sense or god in jewish sense or god in the in the the secular sense that power we we give power to what we want to see grow and what we want to have power right
1: no i would agree with you for sure and and like you said that's kind of a a root of problems for sure whenever the government established this amendment this bill of right stating that we would not put a law in place so others could respect their own religions as they choose and now the government is the one coming into public schools trying to uh get rid of the pledge of allegiance because it states one nation under god or Mm -hmm. they're trying to get rid of that off of the uh, uh, any type of currency Mm -hmm. because it's it's got the word god in there but that's what our—we <laughs> talked about this last week. Why are they? Why are the amendments in the order that they're in? Um, as well as this First Amendment, why is it in the order that it's in? And it's because these are the things that our government and our our America was founded on. And now here we are trying to get rid of the first portion of our First Bill of Right, of our own pursuit of liberty, uh, life, liberty, and happiness. Sorry. Oh. And we're trying to, we're
0: trying to get rid of God from our own, our own public schools. Yeah. I think it, it's interesting. Oh, did you have anything? I didn't want to cut you off. No, I was just
1: going to say, it's kind of disgraceful.
0: <laughs> yes. Disgraceful to, to say the least, but I think it's interesting too, of how um, it's almost like a checklist as well. If you want to go anti-American, it's a checklist. Okay. What, what do we need to do? Okay. Religion. Boom. Check that off, cross that out, get rid of that, prohibit that in whatever ways um okay what's the next one speech k make sure people can't communicate and it's just like a checklist down the lines and and it's just it blows my mind of how people don't see this
1: right Um, which which leads us into a huge topic of discussion today uh (laughs)
0: cancel culture
1: uh, limiting our our freedom of speech limiting well you and i might get shut down right here because of this conversation we're about to have so let's get let's get into it
0: bring it bring it Okay. Yes. Cancel culture. That is a big one these days. Um, Do you have somewhere you want to start? I have an idea of where we can start this conversation about speech.
1: Go for it. Let's do it.
0: Okay. So parlor, do you know what (laughs) happened with, do you know the details of parlor? I've been following the parlor story really close and it's just fascinated me, terrified me, but fascinated me too. Do you know, what what do you know about the parlor situation? Uh,
1: Parler was founded, I guess, uh, you could say it was founded. I'm sure it was kind of in the works long before Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram really got heavy on the cancel culture. Mm -hmm. But because of what was happening, Parler, the founders of Parler, I don't know any of their names, so you probably have all those details, um, but they founded Parler so that way people could get on, publish whatever they wanted, say whatever they wanted to without – the censorship of big tech.
0: Yeah, definitely. It was um, Dan Bongino. He's one, one guy I listen to a lot. And he kind of goes crazy sometimes. He gets a little emotional, passionate, and there's something that I disagree with him with. But he was one of the four founders, I believe, of Parler. And um, yeah, it was founded under the idea of this parallel economy, creating a parallel economy uh, to in this specific instance, social media and free speech to where it was a direct market response to Twitter and Facebook. And they kind of saw what those big tech companies could potentially do with censoring people and prohibiting people from speaking. And, and so they founded it on that. What I found was really interesting was um, Parler and in when in the, in the weekend it got shut down. It was one weekend. I think it was January 9th. Don't, don't quote me on, the, on these exact dates, but I, I believe it was January 9th, Friday, January 9th, to where um, Google removed it from its app store. No, iTunes removed it from its app store. Then Saturday, um, Google Play removed it from its Google Play store, and they're like, fine, we'll just be a web-based, um, web-based social media um, thing. And then Amazon Net Services, Amazon Web Services, on Sunday, took it from off the internet. And so within three days, those three companies eliminated that company essentially. And I thought that was amazing. And their justification was was they um was the they didn't have a a remove uh what was what do they call uh, monitoring system um to where you remove bad tweets or bad content. They didn't have that sort of um, process in place, which was false, they did. They were just so backlogged because of the influx of people leaving Twitter, leaving Facebook and coming to Parler that all these content content moderation, um, all these content moderators that the process, it was so backlogged. It was number one in the app store, it was number one in the Google Play store and it showed. And so they were just backlogged on all these these um, violent content that that was their justification for taking for destroying the company which i find ironic as well because that same weekend hashtag hang mike pence was was trending on twitter twitter can um support the hezbollah and all these terrorist organizations and last time i checked they're not they're not very peaceful and so it was just so hypocritical in that sense in that yeah it was I'm, I'm going to try to keep my cool here because I get fired <laughs> up with this whole process. But
1: we're trying to we're trying to get rid of this cancel culture and censorship. So speak your mind, say whatever you want.
0: <laughs> yeah, it just I think it's just it, it's hypocritical to say the least. To where there and there's a double standard in this free speech and. People say, I've heard the argument that said that, well, they are private organizations. They can do whatever they want. I'm like, yes and no. And these specific private organizations have the protection from the government. And that's what makes it hypocritical and ironic because they can basically censor what the government is supposed to be protecting while being protected from the government. If, in case you wanted to bring a lawsuit, section 230, that's the whole idea is that it protects these companies under the, under the foundation that they are publishers and not, not publishers, um, utilities. They're the, the public square, but they're acting as publishers and they're acting yeah. with protection of the government and becoming a de facto government and censoring people and doing what the government won't do. They're almost like mercenaries in the, in the war of free speech and doing what people in government want to be done, but can't legally do because the constitution prohibits it, prohibits it.
1: It's, yeah it's unfortunate i kind of you know going off of what you're talking about as far as hypocritical and it's it's sad to see the hypocrisy on both the left and the right okay. that how sh- strict one side is and so it makes the other side raise the bar or vice versa depending on what topic we're going off of or will lower the standards and then the other side lowers their standards and it just can it's this continual uh I don't. It's just, it's crazy to think about how low society has gone to censor certain people mm-hmm. or certain political parties or certain businesses because the other side doesn't agree with it. And this is one we can't side with just the right on or just the left on because there needs to be that line in the middle to where both sides are, they're not being American, they're not supporting us as people and they're just they're fighting their own fight and their own political uh, game.
0: Yeah. And there, there is hypocrisy on both sides. I mean, it's just swing, it's swinging the left. It's swinging oh, the left right no, now. for No doubt. Right now, but we go Bush heroes and the whole... Um, I, I read a couple books on uh, Vice President Cheney and that was super shady. That was that was some crazy stuff going on so it goes both ways which is why i think we we have these career politicians we talked about this last week we have these career politicians who need to get away from the system the system has made them made them powerful it's made them um part of the problem and so um, that's 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 last week, That's saying. last week's discussion. <laughs> <laughs> we can go into that more eventually, but, um, I think it's okay. We're, 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 we're in my notes. Check my notes. Okay. So, guess, yeah.
1: Going, going back on parlor okay. a little bit, really quick, just to touch on it. So I, <clears throat> from a few of the things I've read and, and listened to a few of the podcasts and stuff like that, uh, mostly regarding section Two Thirty. um, When Parler first started, it really was that there was going to be no censorship whatsoever, but they realized pretty quick.
0: That's a dangerous game.
1: It was was a dangerous game, and it was a mistake. And so they did start to implement, but like you said, then they got backlogged Mm
0: -hmm.
1: by all the content because they didn't think it was going to expand or grow that quickly. And we just need to give them a break and let them, you know, get their ducks in the line. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And that's, he already had a hard time. I don't know if you, I, I got a part of account. I had a part of an account and I got the app and everything. And there's some issues with the app. And for the most part, it was pretty much a giant echo chamber on the right side, which that's, that's a whole, that's a different conversation, but the whole, the, the, the app, it was, it was brand new. It had some problems and bugs that the user experience wasn't that great, but, it was in the works. And I think they didn't have that, that infrastructure to to, to handle the, the influx of people that just came. And so kind of going along with this cancel culture, I did you read? There's this article that came out, I think it was last week, about France.
1: No, I never got to that. I never got to that article. It's, let's hear a little bit about it.
0: Okay, I'm trying to pull it up, but let's see it up. okay it's not pulling up on my phone right now but basically it was it was france is saying how the cancel culture of america is dangerous to its country and there's a couple of things that are super weird with this article first of all france they're the ones leading the fight in this this cancel culture like <laughs> whiskey tango fox man like are you serious france out of all countries are are <laughs> they the first ones yeah they're the first ones proud of them sure but i also find it ironic too because the council culture i don't know if you know this so okay so this article is in the daily mail i can't pull it up but it's a daily mail um news article and it's titled out of control woke leftism cancel culture threat to france french politician says so, Google that and, and look it up. But I, th- I think it's ironic, too, as well as it's, it's shocking that France is leading this fight. Okay, that's cool. Let's lead the way, France. That's embarrassing for us. But, second of all, the idea of cancel culture and postmodernism came from, wait for it, France. It came from France, from, to, from two French philosophers, Jacques Derrida and Michel Foucault, came up with the idea of postmodernism which evolved in the critical race theory and the cancel culture that introduced into America. I've been reading a book by, by James Lindsay called cynical theories. Is that upside down? No, nope, now it is. <laughs> that, no, now it's upside down. There you go. Cynical theories by James Lindsay and Helen Pluckrose. It's a fantastic book about this, this issue of cancel culture and where it really comes from. And it's a super Marxist idea. It's so Marxist that it's, and secularism, it, here's another thing I think is funny. Secularism is so popular in France. And when you, like, like we talked about before, when you don't believe in that higher power, that vertical belief will transfer somewhere else. And that's what it's done in France. And it has one of the lowest church attendance rates in the country, in the, in the world, which explains the kind of why this idea came from france originally and i think they're kind of backstepping they're like oh this was a bad idea a to, it was a mistake so what are your thoughts on that
1: well like you said it's i mean history repeats itself or copies another country and so mm-hmm. france has already made the mistake and now they're trying to backpedal on it hopefully we catch it before we ever get to that uh, that extent that france made it to i would have to go in and read that article more <laughs> in that to to really get a a better understanding of what occurred in france because of it um
0: well this, whole- i don't know if that article specifically goes into that but this book cynical Theories, does in the first few chapters it does and I i don't, I don't know if the that article per se goes into the 1960s movement of postmodernism. But it's just ironic of how France is stepping up to the plate. And kudos to them. Like, I wish we were the ones. I think we need to be. I think uh, people want to be, but they're being suppressed. They're being silenced. Agreed. And, and I, you've probably de- definitely heard of the whole uh, Gina Carano thing, Star Wars, Mandalorian, Disney thing. Sure have. Yes. Okay. That's that's another big news thing. And I read an article today. It was an editorial an opinion piece about how it's, this whole thing is not a free speech issue. And I like, can you understand that at all? Like, how is this not a free speech issue? It is. Right? Like, okay
1: i mean i i guess it's from some that i've read disney's tried to <clears sit throat> back saying that they tried to fire her back in i think it said october for something else and then this yeah. so this is why they actually fired her was because of something that happened in october and this no, they, they were like her last time. line but no i agree it's it's Sad that they're gonna ruin her career. Hopefully, I mean Daily Wire picked her up and she's gonna be directing and filming and, and acting in a, a show or a movie um, that Daily Wire is, is sponsoring or paying for, which is awesome. So I, I hope her career doesn't get ruined because of Disney and and what they're trying to trying to censor here. Cause if you go back and you look at the post that they fired her for. I don't even see what the issue is. She's talking about how we all need to come together and not repeat history and start beating our neighbors because our neighbors don't have the same political beliefs as we do. That's literally all the Post said, and she got fired for it because she used the word Nazi.
0: Oh, it was a very fair comparison to compare them to Nazis with very unfair comparisons this past four years of Trump being Hitler. Like, it, it was... It's just, and then there, there's a lot of people in this article talks about it how there's um her counterpart, what's it Pedro Pascal or whatever, the guy uh-huh. who actually is the Mandalorian, he came up with a tweet earlier about uh, two years, 2018, I think it was, um, about children at the border being compared to the concentration camps. And the picture he used and compared to children at the border were actually like, I don't think even think they're at our border. It was just a picture completely right. taken out of context. But no repercussions on that end. And so I just, I don't see how this is not a free speech. When, when people say it's a, it's not a free speech argument, it's a super weak argument because Disney <clears throat> who that's a company that I am, I've been very, I, I, I love Disney. I love what they've done, but they have lost their way. They have lost what Walt Disney originally intended with this company. And I think it's so funny. It's a weak argument to say it's not a free speech in- issue because disney wanting to uphold their image and i get that a company wants to uphold their image and if an employee is making the company look bad that's fine but the image they're trying to uphold is a company they, they do business with china and a country that has been putting muslims into re-education camps and concentration camps a communistic country that is a pinnacle of suppressing any sort of contrary idea this is a com- this is a country disney's been doing business with and that's the image they're trying to protect. Like it's, it doesn't make sense. It does not correlate in my mind the way I think they want it to. And it's, it's Disney and and Biden. I think their motto is make China great again. Like that is what they want to do, which. oh, Okay. That's
1: a whole different, that's a whole different topic right there. Yeah. But going along with what you just said, I mean, you look at you look at China as probably the biggest, wow, my apologies, can't even talk, the biggest example of what we need to avoid and what we should not become. Like you said, we're putting, China's putting Muslims into re-education camps where they are not treated fair, they're not treated right, and who knows how many of them have actually died from the re-education that they're getting because... Yeah. In China, you're not allowed to believe any different. You're not allowed to uh, talk bad on your your dictator or your leadership, or they'll throw you into these camps, or they'll just they'll kill you right where you stand. They don't they don't have the freedoms that we have, and we're slowly making our way to to the same type of of control.
0: Yeah, and it's 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 funny because there's a couple way there's two ways that you can deal with an idea. You can either argue it with facts and data and support and and create a strong foundation of why this idea is a good idea, create an argument for it, or you can suppress any sort of opposing argument. Those are the only two ways to deal with an idea. And that's when the left knows they have bad ideas. Notice they will not... I'm going to do a whole series on this. I'm going to probably publish it in a blog, the whole leftist tactics. One of their tactics is their ideas suck. And the way you know that their ideas suck is they don't try to fortify their ideas and fortify their arguments. If they do, it's not even that great of a fortification, but they try to just silence the other side. That's the way they deal with the arguments. And that's the wrong way to deal with any sort of argument, because that's just creating a weak foundation on any sort of idea
1: exactly they'll silence it however they can whether it's manipulating the media to bury the bury the article or they'll find mm. some way to suppress it no matter how they can and it's it's unfortunate
0: it is it's very unfortunate which goes to the next portion of the first amendment freedom of speech or of the press any sort of press right now I, I think president trump he he definitely exposed the the fake news narrative that they're trying to push and so there is no freedom of suppress right now and they're suppressing that and then the right to for the people to peaceably assemble any sort of assembly that isn't blm incorporated or any sort of mostly peaceful protest from the left that they're they suppress anything. I don't agree with what happened at the Capitol. I'm very disappointed. Of the second I heard it, I'm like, okay, there's no hope of having any sort of legitimate um, argument for these these elect- electoral votes. I'm like, they're they're gone. President it's, he's President Biden now, which they, they I don't think people realize how far they set back the conservative movement with that. No, and that's true. It was not that was not a peaceful thing. But and, and, it, and it hurts us to where we can't petition the government for redress of grievances because essentially they, they don't think we're, we're smart enough to know what we need to redress. And that's kind of another issue that's been coming around is, I can't even remember what article it was. Oh, it was the, it was the Time Magazine article. Did you hear about that? No. Uh-uh. The Time Magazine art article that basically... Said that there was an actual cabal to fortify the election. And all these crazy conspiracy theorists on the right, on the conservative side, this Time magazine um, validated all those arguments. They said, yeah, there was some collusion. There was a giant um, cabal to, and I think that was the word they used, there was a cabal to um, protect the people from the election. And that's basically saying that we were too stupid to know what is a, what, who we need to vote for and what we want f- through our leaders, that they had to protect and fortify the election on their end. And they did it through the media. They did it through social media and the algorithm, algorithms there. We should have seen this coming, I think, from 2016. Um, Mark Zuckerberg, I can't remember who said it, but they realized that they messed up with the Hillary Clinton campaign and not doing more to help the election and they definitely made up their ground
1: yeah oh yeah took them four years but
0: yeah yeah it's that was a soapbox I mean, i'm sorry i, I just no. you're good crazy. you're good that's
1: there's a lot of things we could cover in there <clears throat> um but yeah let's i mean let's just go back over the amendment again Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press. So if we stop right there. We, as the people, we have all, we should have all rights to our freedom of speech. We can say what we want, when we want, how we want or of the press. So now we've got the press playing politics to where mm-hmm. You either have to be right, you have to be left, or you're not going to have that freedom to to go to the White House and and get the information from uh, the Secretary of Press as you want to. You have to mm-hmm. have those sponsors, the lobbyists, the backing, the support to do any of that. You try to publish an article. Article, you have to get it published by a large news article or news corporation. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm I'm hoping you know all the rumors of president trump starting his own uh his own media outlet or his own news source oh man I would it would be awesome that. it would be amazing except oh, we gosh. already know it's going to fall more towards the right which is that just unfortunate the i we won't even go into the two pol- uh, two par- wow two party <laughs> system tonight um but then as we continue on or the right of the people the people to peaceably assemble and to petition the government for a re- uh, redress of grievances so like you said, where do we draw the line of what becomes peace and when it becomes a riot?
0: Yeah, yeah, you you as a what? cop saw probably yeah, you had you had a car you had a rock go right through your window and almost hit you in the head because of the things up in it, was Salt Lake. it was peaceful oh, It was, it was pretty peaceful. peaceful It was a peaceful rock. It was. I still have
1: it. <laughs> Did you keep it? <laughs> uh, i found I found a rock in my car. There was a couple of them. <laughs> Jeez um no but so seriously though where do we draw that line because we watched what happened in portland and seattle la salt lake Mm -hmm. all the large cities across the country we saw what happened right after the the george floyd incident which i don't agree with what happened there finally we got we got the prosecution and we we or the justice that that george floyd did deserve for that incident Mm -hmm. but i don't agree with anything that happened thereafter we had a peaceful protest for a few hours and then all of a sudden it, it turns into mayhem. It turns into chaos. So where do we draw that line of what are, what are we as Americans allowed to do Mm -hmm. to
0: peacefully protest? Well, again, it kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of comes down to the, the declaration. If, if your peaceful protests quote unquote are infringing upon the rights in the, the, the life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness of someone else. And that's where your peaceful protest, quote unquote, or mostly peaceful protest, that, that's where it's jurisdiction ends. And it, it's a fine balance. And I, I don't understand what, like the George Floyd incident instance, we're talking about unity. That's the hashtag word of the year right now, word of the month. And that was a, that was no one, I don't think, and no one was in disagreeing in disagreement about what happened like it was a very unifying event around but it people didn't want it to be that and that's where it got out of hand I think it was a perfect storm of the whole everyone just cooped up looking for a cause looking for a reason to to exist and they found it via this horrible incident and then they turned into these mostly peaceful burnings these not a book burning building burnings and they just it just got out of hand so i think that's kind of go back to your original question that's where your protests your peaceably assembly uh, assemblements end is when they start hurting businesses local businesses and heart start hurting your fellow american
1: no uh, agreed 100 because now you're infringing upon their their right and their Mm -hmm their God given right of life, liberty, and their pursuit of happiness. The minute you throw a rock through their window, their pursuit of happy, that, that might've ended their business. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it doesn't matter what happens. <clears throat> the minute you destroy property, you, you assault somebody, mm-hmm. you're, in, you're infringing upon one of those three God given rights mm-hmm. and, and their life is in danger or they're in jeopardy. Their liberty's in depth in jeopardy because they, they're not free at that point if you're surrounded by 20 people or more and you're getting the crap beat out of you, you're no longer, you're no longer free. You're (laughs) now, your life's in jeopardy. You're no longer free. And then your pursuit of happiness is, is gone.
0: It is. And it's just like, if we can have, and that's another thing with the ideas is we like this system has been created in such a way that we're, we're, where we can discuss ideas. Like we need to have conversations and we need to be able to have those hard conversations about maybe there are some issues with, with the certain police departments that we need to address. We need to fix those. Let's get those. So everyone feels safe. They feel like their life, their liberty and their pursuit of happiness is protected. And we, we need to be open to those conversations. But the second you start suppressing any sort of contradiction, contradiction to, any idea, even if it's a great idea, that's the whole point of the First Amendment is to protect everyone's voice in the conversation. And bad ideas, we just got to trust that they will re- weed themselves out. Bad ideas will have no foundation. Good ideas will have data. They will have backing of other people that want those good ideas to pr- pursue. And that—that's the. I think that's the hardest thing is people just want their idea to be the idea and Right, that one, one and, that one and only idea yes and that's like that's not how a conversation works that's not how any of this 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 works and that's we need to be able to protect the speech that is unpopular we need to protect, be able to protect the speech that is that is not the norm because there's a lot of great movements that have come from that not being the popular idea
1: no, I agree 100%. Which is why it's the first amendment. Exactly. Our first bill of rights or exactly. bill of because there's we got a lot of rights that should not be infringed, infringed upon.
0: Yeah. Well, before we um before we go, do you have anything else?
1: No, like uh like Mike said here at the beginning of our our episode today is we're going to have a series of well, at least 10 for our Bill of Rights. We'll have other topics and discussions thrown in the mix on the different, um, what do you even call these, platforms, different platforms. yeah. Um, But we'll we'll figure out a way to organize it to where if all you want to do is hear us talk about each of these amendments, you can just click on that playlist and go through, listen to all 10 amendments, Hmm. and then listen to other topics throughout the way. So we're still trying to work through this. We're both Brand new at doing this. So give us uh <laughs> yeah. give us a break and uh work with us, show us your support, comment, like, share.
0: Yeah, follow us on uh at Facebook. Uh, at, oh my gosh, at Facebook, on Facebook at Younger, Re- the is it the Young Republicans on Facebook? The Younger Pubs, yeah. The younger pubs on Facebook and then on Instagram at the young republicans, younger pubs, geez. Um, find us at locals.com, the younger pubs. Just whatever. No, we're not on Twitter. Screw Twitter. Like, screw Twitter. <laughs> find us on YouTube too. Um, Rumble. Maybe, on Rumble. Maybe. Maybe.
1: Maybe. Yeah. YouTube. Maybe.
0: Um, definitely find us on Rumble at the Young Republicans, Younger Pubs. But um, yeah,
1: there's I'll, any. Oh, go
0: ahead. I was just I was just gonna say one last thing, one last idea before we go, and I, I think this will tie into the Second Amendment next time we do that that um next episode but i think one one idea i've been having lately is there are not three branches but four branches of government and the fourth branch of government is the people we the people are part of this government we are a check against tyranny tyranny against tyrannical leaders against terrible governors like we are a fourth check in balance in our system of government, Amendment One, the First Amendment kind of talks about that in our ability to speak and open and, and petition the government for re- redress. And then Amendment Two, as we'll talk about next week or the week after, is what happens. Like that is why we are armed. That is why we have a well regulated militia in the people, is to be that second addition to that check against tyrannical government. So
1: awesome okay. thought awesome thought
0: cool any other thoughts before we we sign off
1: no if there's anything that you as the people want to hear us talk about um please like i said comment likes us a direct message whatever it might be and we'll try to cover that
0: topic yeah we will be getting the website up here soon so we'll keep you guys posted on that all right peace bye